it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. How y'all are? Here we go. Welcome in. See, that was, when I was kind of my Dak Prescott snap count. Here we go. <laughs> That's the new Omaha. Welcome in to the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Isn't it great to have insurance? Ah, man, I'm going to tell you, it really, it helps me sleep at night. It does. You know, especially that life insurance. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not one of those has that big nest egg built up over there sitting in the bank. So it's just there, you know, for a rainy day or if I kick the bucket, you know. I, I don't, that ain't me yet, okay? So there's a little bit of peace of mind of knowing that I'm covered. It's all covered, and I'm covered. And if something happens, uh, homecoming queen and half pint going to be taken care of. Welcome in to the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. Get on in here today. There's a lot to get into. You know what? You know what? You... I don't know if you've looked at this. You have live, actually going to happen football to watch on television tonight, Wednesday night, that is interesting. Okay? And and by virtue of that last qualifier right there, the word interesting, that means I must not be talking about the SEC football schedule release. Which it's going to be on TV too, but I can't figure out for the life of me how they're going to make that interesting. <laughs> I mean, really. Like, you already know who the opponents are. All they're going to do is tell you what day and and maybe some of the game times. I mean, great, fine, but we already know who. you just telling me the day and you're going to do a two-hour TV show on that? How? So that's obviously not what I'm talking about when I use the word interesting. No, no, there is a national championship football game on TV tonight that actually involves a team from the state of Mississippi on ESPNU tonight at 7 o'clock central time from Little Rock, Arkansas, the national junior college championship game between Iowa Western and East Mississippi Community College Scuba playing for a national championship tonight on TV. And, man, I'm here for it, okay? And, see, that's the thing is I'm going to have to have two screens going because you have basketball for Mississippi State. State's playing somebody, Murray State, tonight in the hump. And I think that one tips off at 6.30. And so then 30 minutes later you get kickoff between East Mississippi Community College, the Lions from Scuba versus Iowa Western. I don't know what their mascot is. Uh, but they're playing at Little Rock. And, yeah, man, I, I'm looking forward to watching that. How about you? Let me know what you think. All right, get on in here. You can be a part of it. I hope you will be. Text the show, call the show, or you can comment on the live thread. The number to text, 885-3776. That's the number to text. Uh, another way to remember it is 885-ESPN. Got it? You text that number. It's going to be in here. It'll be a part of the show that way. On the country-pleasing text line, country-pleasing sausage, on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. You can call me. That way I get to hear your voice. 
You can be like Ryan yesterday and call me and do a great impression. Ryan did a great impression of Mike Leach yesterday on the show via the Divinity Equipment phone line, and and people loved it and said, Matt, you're going to have to save that one to the archives, and I did it. I did it. I got it on the soundboard. I might even actually play it again for you today. It was great. He told a story about doing an impression of Mike Leach for Mike Leach, and then subsequently a story that he told later when he got up on stage. This is Mike Leach when he started taking some questions, and it was <laughs> it was a good impression. So I uh, may hear some of that uh, coming up uh, as well. All right, uh, first text of the day on the country-pleasing text line comes from Grumpy, who said, Matt, Grumpy really enjoyed the Gator talk yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We had the, the note about the alligators. Who was it? It's somebody who was watching on the live stream. Oh, was it Steve? Somebody was watching on the live stream yesterday that said, Matt, you're running out of time, but I got a great gator story, and I told you to remind me today, so get on in here. But anyhow, uh, we had the, the information about how alligators go dormant from late October to early April, and at times it said they will certainly stay submerged for hours and at times for days stay submerged under the water without coming up and get a breath of air. I didn't know they could do that. And then we started speculating, all these duck hunters that are wading around in the swamp in waders freezing cold, and they think they bumped into a log down there. It might not be a log. It may be a log with some teeth and a great big long tail just sleeping under the water. <laughs> Anyhow, Grumpy says he enjoyed the gator talk yesterday. Now listen to this. He says he's had many gator pets over the decades. A three-foot one, a three-foot one-eyed gator named Rex. Sound like you might need to change his name to Lucky. A three-foot one-eyed gator named Rex, who Grumpy always warmed his what country pleasing sausages for easy digestion. Oh yeah, you you're the one, Grumpy, who's wasting country pleasing sausage on wild animals. I'll be feeding that to a gator. <laughs> and then he says, little Junior is a two-foot baby alligator that was the only gator Mrs. Grumpy allowed on the deck over on the creek. Y'all keep the shows coming. Hail State, God bless Coach Leach's soul, signed Grumpy. This man has pet wild gators, according to him. <laughs> Pictures where it didn't happen, Grumpy. More bully texts to show, and he says, uh, Talking about the SEC schedule release tonight. The schedule release allows party planners to know what weekend State and Ole Miss are away. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. See, and I forgot. More Bully and Mrs. More Bully are cooks. They love to cook together, make great food together, which I'm still looking forward to some of that chili, More Bully. And so, therefore, they are party planners. And he would know then that one of the great purposes for apparently, Morbilly, apparently a two-hour television show tonight to release the SEC football schedule, one that we already know the opponents. Some of them we already know what weekend. We're just going to get dates and locations. And we need a, we're going to have a two-hour TV show for that? Now listen to me for a minute. 
Explain to me how that they're going to make that interesting. Seriously. I'm not complaining. Like It's not, It's neither here nor there to me. If I'm not going to watch, I'm not going to watch. There's actual live sports going on. State plays basketball at 630 at home against Murray State. Uh, then you get East Mississippi Community College versus Iowa Western for the JUCO National Championship on TV tonight. Joe, uh, it's ESPNU. That's what I'm reading. I'm going to make sure I look at this right, but that's what I'm seeing is ESPNU tonight at 7. So you got actual sporting events to watch that are just innately interesting. But listen to this. How is this supposed to be interesting? Okay, and keep in mind when I... <laughs> I know football drives things, okay? But listen, how are you going to make this interesting? And then if you are the SEC network, how are you going to justify putting this on TV and not some of these basketball games that are going on? They all count. They're all meaningful. We like basketball. I, I mean, and I know, okay, I'm not, again, I'm not complaining because in 2023, if I want to watch a basketball game, I can't. It's on ESPN+. Plus. For me, there's no difference in that and a TV show. It's all TV. I can put it on any screen I want to put it on. Big, little, medium, large, whatever. Here's what it said, press release, ESPN. The first look at the 2024 Southeastern Conference football schedule will be uncovered on 2024 SEC football schedule reveal. That's the name of the show. <laughs> they put it in italics. I'm reading the press release, y'all. More bully, listen to me. I'm reading the press release, okay? And everything's in one font. But when there's something special, like the name of a show, you know, the proper name of a show, they put it in italics. The name of the show tonight is 2024 SEC Football Schedule Reveal. <laughs> it's the name of the show. It's going to be on at 7 Eastern tonight on the SEC Network. Now, that's 6 Central. Now, listen. The two-hour special will disclose the competition dates for the 2024 season in prime time on ESPN and SEC Network, which was announced by Commissioner Greg Sankey Thursday afternoon on SEC Network during SEC Now. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, hold on. Tell me out. Two hours? Here's, just send it out. Just send it out. Let the schools do it. Is anybody watch a two-hour show revealing the dates? That's all it is. We already know who it is. We already know. Now, hold on a minute. Here's the other thing to look at with this. Tonight, all right, mean, keep in mind, while the SEC Network, they're showing the SEC football schedule reveal on ESPN. They apparently are going to simulcast it on the SEC Network according to this press release. There's two channels. One of them is the SEC Network. While they're showing doing a two-hour special about football schedule dates and times for next year, this year ain't even over yet, there are... Three basketball games going on. You got State hosting Murray State at 630. They're going to put that online. Can't be on the SEC Network. Why? We got a football schedule simulcast going on. LSU is hosting Alabama State at 7. 
And Auburn is hosting UNC Asheville. I realize they're non-conference games on a Wednesday night. But folks, explain that thinking to me for just a second. You can call yourself the SEC Network, and we're just going to simulcast what we're putting on ESPN rather than actually broadcast one of these basketball games. None of this makes any sense to me. Okay, and for real, I'm not just a fan. Like I'm not just a fan of one of the SEC football teams. You know, played there, graduated there, and still worked there on the football broadcast. Of course, I'm interested in <laughs> what the schedule is going to be next year. Of course, I'm interested in it, and I genuinely think it would be a better idea to put a live basketball game on your TV channel than this stupid two-hour show talking heads talking about a football schedule for next year. Just put it out there. See, more bully, that's the that's my point. <laughs> more bully says the schedule release allows party planners to know what weekend state and Ole Miss are away. It does. But do you don't have to sit through two hours of show to find it out? Just, I don't know, send out a PDF. And put it on the website. And we can all just go look at it. Meanwhile, we got live basketball teams, State, LSU, and Auburn, all three from the conference, playing tonight. And we, we can't have those on TV because we got a two hour special schedule release show. If you ever needed a, another example here recently, just how out of touch with the fan bases. The, the leadership at the SEC, the leadership at TV, ESPN, SEC Network are, it's a joke right here. Here it is, this show tonight, two hours. It's going to feature SEC Nation host Laura Rutledge alongside Joey Galloway, Greg McElroy, and Tim Tebow with additional, <laughs> with additional perspective from Paul Feinbaum <laughs> and various guests as they slowly but surely across two hours release dates for the schedule. The very next line in this press release says 2024 opponents were announced in June. That's what I'm saying. We already know who it is. This is so dumb. I am really thankful that two other things are an option tonight in terms of something to watch. Okay, one is live Southeastern Conference basketball. Bulldogs versus Murray State at the hump tonight at 6.30. Other teams playing at 7. And at 7 o'clock, this is what I'm seeing it, 7 o'clock kickoff, Central Time, War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock, Arkansas. The JUCO National Championship game televised on ESPNU between fourth-ranked EMCC, that's East Mississippi Community College, and second-ranked Iowa Western Community College. It's really cool. Looking forward to it. I'll be watching that one. Pulling for uh, East Mississippi Community College. Assistant coach David Wilkerson is a friend of mine. Great guy. Great guy, great coach. Be pulling for Coach Will. Maybe he can get him a big old fat national championship ring tonight. Be watching that one instead of watching Laura Rutledge and Paul Feinbaum fill the air full of hot air for two hours. You got to be kidding me. 
But here we are, folks. Here. Here we are. Anthony from Tupelo texts the show on the Country Pleasing text line, and he says, I need to check out what Grumpy does for a living if he can feed his pets Country Pleasing sausage. I mean, right, Anthony? Like, put that, no. Feed the gators some, like, gator food. Not only feeding them the good stuff. <laughs> Nick texts the show and says, uh, is getting sent back to Athens yet again part of that deal we made with the devil to win that baseball national championship? If so, still worth it. <laughs> well, hey, I think so, Nick, but here's the deal. Like, I mean, if you're going to play Georgia, it's a loss. And you might as well play it over there. Have a home game against somebody else. Don't have a home game against them. I don't know. I mean, you know, what is it, a 90% chance? you got a 10% chance of winning and 90% chance of losing it. Go play that one over there. Let them have their fun for a home game. Play somebody else uh, for a home game. Hey, look, we, we got to check in with the boss man for just a second. Because I believe we have breaking news from inside the Home Bureau, the Home Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Hey, B. Hey, Matt Wyatt. We have breaking news, I see. Breaking news. So, we have a new phone line. Okay. Okay, One o- in case you ever want to call, 1059, obviously. It used to be 601-995-1059. Throw that away. Get that out of your brain spaces. The brand new caller line, if... In any time you want to call now, 601-897-1059. So we just replaced the 995 with an 897. Okay. Everybody got that? We're replacing the 995 in the phone line. The 995 does not exist. It is now 897-1059. So it'll take us a minute to all get used to it. Um, one of the things I'm doing, by the way, for, for everybody listening, one of the things I just did, if you forget it, let's say we're on the air one day and you want to call and you're like, gosh, I can't remember. You just turn on the live stream. I've got a crawl at the bottom of the screen on the, the live stream of the show, which is going out live on Facebook. It's going out on Twitter. Um, it's going out on YouTube. Let's look for Radio Wyatt. And it says, you know, here's the call number and here's the text number. It's got them scrolling across the bottom of the screen. And it's already updated. So give me a call. The For this show, the number to call the Divini Equipment phone line, Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, here on the show, is 897-1059. 601 number, 897. Like if you were to look at the dial on the phone, you got 789, right? You got 89 and then jump back to 7. 897 1059. And I'll do my best to repeat it or repeat it. Beaver, what's the correct pronunciation of that word? Is it repeat or repeat? Oh, I've always gone repeat. <laughs> repeat. Okay. No, I don't I don't that doesn't even sound right. Okay, Re- here's another one for you. Is it police or police? <laughs> <laughs> police but in certain songs 
We can say police. The police. <laughs> That's it. Okay. 897-1059. That's the number to call. 897-1059. Commit it to memory. Maybe jot it down. Also, plug it in your phone as a contact. Why don't you do that? Okay, you can put in there, um, if you're listening live in the middle of the day, yeah, put it in there, uh, 105.9 The Zone or WRKS. You could even put in the contacts of Matt Wyatt's show if, if you want to do that, and if, if this is the only one you listen to. but And then for the call number, put it in there, 601 number, 897-1059. And for the text line, 885 ESPN, 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN. That's the text line. And, uh, you know, I'm like you and you're like me. It takes us a little while. Sometimes we, we repeat something enough times it gets committed to memory. And so we'll do our best to remember. Hey, and just out of curiosity, B, I know this is kind of like questions that are maybe better for off the air, but does that mean the phones are going to work a little better? Allegedly. <laughs> I, I sure hope so. <laughs> Allegedly. Great we'll answer. We'll find out. We'll find out together. Great answer. I ha- I've never told you this, Beaver, but the way you answer questions, you have a future in politics if you're interested. The man knows how to answer the question and leave a little wiggle room in there. <laughs> All right. Just getting started with y'all. I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Your calls, your texts, your comments on the Murray West live thread coming up. Just getting started. Stick around. crave your sport. It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Matt Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. Hey! All right, back with you. I'm Matt. Y'all heard it just a minute ago. New phone number for the show. Three digits have changed, and 995 is out. Still 105.9. Just call the show on the Divini Equipment phone line. 601 number. 897-1059. 897 That's the number to call. If you're on the live stream, if you're you know watching it, look right there. It's just scrolling right across the bottom of the screen. See that? 601-897-1059. There you go. If you need a reminder. The first ever phone call on the new number to the phone line is a man named Bill. Bill, thanks for calling on line one. What's up? I was driving through Gluckstad and, and, and turned you on, and I said, I'm always looking for the numbers to call. Uh, Matt, I don't want to embarrass myself by not knowing what mis- former Mississippi State players are playing for what pro team. But whenever, like, Dallas played Philadelphia the other day, why do so many – especially Mississippi State players, acknowledge their high school but not give credence to the fact that they did play, probably under Dan Mullen, up at Mississippi State. It kind of irritates me. And uh, second comment, and I'll hang up afterwards, is uh, how do you think old Levy is going to do up there? Is that, it's the honeymoon period, mm-hmm. undefeated, and happy days are here again. <laughs> Good stuff, Bill. 
Yeah, thank you for the call. Hey, I, I will say to the second part of your question first, I started it here recently. I posted it today, the first of what will be several um, – really not necessarily like a super deep dive, but sort of a glance at Jeff Levy's offenses in the past. And I posted that video. It's kind of a film study type of video. And I posted the first one. It's available on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. There's a link to it on my Facebook page where you can see that. And what I did in this first one, I went back and watched this past year, his offense for Oklahoma against Texas. Now, it was a great ball game. It's the only loss of the year for Texas. Oklahoma won it. on a, They went on a game-winning drive, got the football back with a minute 17 left, scored the game-winning touchdown, and there were still 15 seconds left on the clock. It was pretty impressive. But I watched that, and, and so if you want to kind of get a glimpse, just something, a few things that jumped out at me. Now, this is not something where I'm getting out of – you know, a, a clicker here and dissecting every formation and every play and giving you exactly what tendencies are and all this stuff. This was just, let's take a look at it. It's just one game of Oklahoma this past year against Texas. We'll do some other games. We'll go back in future videos and look when he was coaching at Ole Miss. But several things jump out. You can just watch it and see that are kind of evident right away. One, the quarterback being involved in the run game, which that's personnel specific, but Generally, they've done that with, with multiple guys. So quarterback involved in the run game. Two, exotic formations, I guess you could call it that. Now, you know, some of the formations and stuff they use, it's not like they're the only ones using it. Other offenses do. But in terms of spreading the field so wide, they'll, they'll have a lot of plays where the widest receivers are basically standing on the sideline outside the numbers. And, the slot, what would be the slot receiver, the inside receiver, they're actually out there on the numbers. It's They do a lot of that. And then other stuff where they'll all be bunched in there, and they'll have two tight ends, and they'll have four or five receivers all on one side of the formation, motion to the other, do some different stuff in the run game. It's pretty creative. And, it, it again, it's not like he's the only one that uses some of that stuff in terms of in spread offenses, spreading the field out, creating space. But when you watch it, he specifically – both at Ole Miss and at Oklahoma, seems to have a real knack for dialing stuff up that the, the formations with the plays against these opponents. And he just kind of has a knack for it. It's fun to watch. Okay, keeps Even the viewer, it keeps you off balance. And then the third thing that jumps out is just how fast they go. There was a stat in, that popped up on the screen during that Oklahoma and Texas game about the Oklahoma offense, and it said, that at that point in the year, they averaged snapping the football with 18 seconds left on the play clock. And in college football, for those who don't know, it starts at 40. So when they either spot the ball or the previous play is over, the play clock initiates at 40 and starts counting down. you got 40 seconds to snap it. They averaged snapping the ball on the next play with 18 still on the play clock, which was fourth quickest in the country. So they were in the top five in the country in terms of the average amount of time left on the play clock before they snap the ball. They're almost never running it down to two seconds on the play clock before they snap. That was their average. But even in that game, like in their two-minute dribble for half, of course their game-winning drive at the end, 
But even in normal down and distance, they had a possession. It might have been actually been their first possession of the second half, but it was right there in the third quarter. I mean, Oklahoma got the ball, and after their first play, man, they kicked it in high gear, and they had several plays in a row where, like, literally only 10 seconds elapsed from the end of one play to snapping the ball for the next play. And it happened again, and then again, and then. So they could go so fast in the hurry-up in Levy's offense that when they, quote-unquote, slowed it down, they still were going fast. It just looked slow compared to when they really kicked it into high gear. So you'll see some of that and examples of that in that video And uh, if you want to see that. I'm, I'm excited about watching the offense. Now, the question is, you know, if you don't get first downs, what about running your defense back out there and back out? You Well, you don't have the option not to get first downs. You better get first downs and stay on the field and score some points. What was his first question? Oh, the NFL players say in their high schools. Yeah, I don't really know. You know, that's come up before. I guess it's like this. Like, on a personal level, it doesn't bother me. I, I, I don't really care, you know, if they say, hey, I'm – Dak Prescott from Mississippi State, or if he says I'm Dak Prescott from Houghton High School, you know, which one does Dak do? I'm, I might have missed him. Does he say State? Well, the ones that say they're high school. I guess what it boils down to to me is this, Bill, and and I don't know the answer, but this is what you'd have to find out. Let's say you're in an administrative position at State, AD or you're, you're in maybe one of those liaison positions between the program and the NFL. If you determine in that position that it is very valuable to you that those guys on national NFL broadcasts, if they identify with Mississippi State, like it's valuable, it hurts you somehow either financially or in recruiting legitimately, tangibly, it tangibly helps you if they say state. Well, then if you determine that, well, you have decided, okay, it actually is important. It actually does matter. It does have some sort of tangible effect. Therefore, we need to reach out and do what we've got to do to get some help with that and maybe get them to do it. But by the same token, if you're in an athletics administrative position at state, liaison position, you really take a good, honest look at it, and you determine, you know what, that doesn't have an effect on anything. It doesn't have a tangible effect in any way. It doesn't help us. Re- I mean, it's, it, it's not going to make a practicable difference in anything, financially or in any other way. Then if that's what you determine, then who cares, and you leave it alone, and you're like, okay, I'm not thinking another minute about it. i got a more important stuff to do. I tend to believe that if you really looked into it, that whether or not a former player says that during the intros, on a, whether it's a Monday night football or Sunday night football, I tend to believe that if you really dial down to it, you probably find that it doesn't really have an effect one way or the other, other than when I say tangible or, or practical effect, other than you know an emotional sort of effect on your fan base. I, and if that's all it has, then so what? Because part of it, too, is like, I mean, how cool is it 
for a high school to get mentioned there. I know some other guys have fun with it, but I don't know. I, I didn't get to do it. I wasn't good enough to go have an NFL career. But if I had, and I was in my seventh or eighth year or tenth year or something like that, and every year they're going to sit you down and make you do that for your intro, I feel pretty certain that I'd mix it up one or two, three years in there. I would have said, Matt, Prattville High School. I guarantee you for fun, I probably would have at least once gone, Matt Wyatt, Russellville Middle School, Golden Tigers. <laughs> and and it might, I, you mix it up. I mean... So I, I don't I tend to think that it's not that big a deal. But but I could be convinced otherwise. I don't know. I hadn't done any research on it. There's always, you know, things on it that maybe I'm not looking at. Uh Alex on the country pleasing text line at eight eight five three seven seven six says Most of the times they say Mississippi State, but some of the time they say they're high school players like Cox, Eagles players on primetime games very often, they seem to mix it up. Uh, Anthony from Tupelo says Dak did Houghton for a bit. Now he says Mississippi State. <laughs> Will on the Murray West live thread says some of my favorites. Matthew Judon, body by Taco Bell. <laughs> That's probably what I'd do. Matt Wyatt, country pleasing. <laughs> or go with the home team. <laughs> That's good stuff. More of your texts, your comments on the Murray West live thread coming up after this. Stick around. From the amazing hits. That one is huge. To all the amazing plays. Matt Wyatt has got it all for you. Just listen to that. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau. The Murray West live thread on the live stream. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, hey to y'all. Hey, everybody. watching on Twitter. Coming to your comments right now on the Murray West live thread. But listen, I've been telling y'all a little bit about what Murray West does. They are a Mississippi company. They are not, they are family owned. It started that way back in 1996, but they're not, you know, a small business anymore. It's, it's a big business, okay? It, and they're the top contract embroidery company in Mississippi. And um, if, if you have a need for, you know, whether it's your team or your business, your brand, whatever, you need logos embroidered on stuff, on clothes, whatever, you need to go there. You need to check them out. The kind of folks you want to meet, I promise you. You can find them online at murraywest.com, M-U-R-R-Y, west.com. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, go look at their Instagram account. It's Murray West Official. Okay, at Murray West Official. Go look at their Instagram Instagram account because I've been telling you one of the, um, you know, companies places that they do embroidery for is Ole Miss and Ole Miss Athletics, and they're showing you uh, an image there and a quick video of something that they just recently ran an order. Ole Miss has all of their um, what game are they going through? The Peach Bowl? All of their Peach Bowl gear 
And there it is, some item of clothing. I'm sure they're running through, and and, and the Peach Bowl logo is being embroidered on the stuff that's going to then be shipped back over to Ole Miss Athletics. You can kind of see what that Peach Bowl logo looks like on the clothing. Just an example of that, but check out their Instagram, at uh, Murray West Official. You'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm going to work uh, back into some of the comments that have come in. Legba says, My brother said the same thing, complaining about guys not saying Mississippi State on Monday Night Football. He says, I think it's insecure of us to get upset about that. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Uh, AB said, Hey, Matt, did you hear about the West Virginia player? He's not in the portal yet, but was contacted by Ole Miss coaches. Clear case of tampering, LOL. <laughs> well, yeah, A.B., but here's the thing. He may be so. Okay, maybe it is. But who's going to rule on anything? Like, what is – who's – okay, tampering, which is against the rules. Well, whose rules? Is it against NCAA rules? Okay, what are they going to do? Like, who are they going to punish for anything? They can't. They can't do a thing – because all their membership just sues them. <laughs> and they can't do anything. Now think about the scenario. And Ole Miss knows it. And everybody else does too. Look, man, you can do whatever you want. There is a, listen, there's a hearing. And coming up in about 45 minutes, literally from right now, okay, a district judge somewhere is going to walk back into a courtroom and issue a ruling on, on whether or not the NCAA can continue to have transfer restrictions. This all started because membership schools, schools who have agreed, just basically agreed. They nobody forced them to do it. They just agreed to be NCAA members. They the membership sued them, <laughs> sued the NCAA. They can't do anything. It's a, you've never seen it. The only time the NCAA could ever do anything was when the greater body, the membership, supported their ability to uncover rules violations and assess penalties. Like when they penalized Ole Miss for recruiting a few years ago or when they penalized who, Miami or Florida. It's because the greater membership, all those hundreds of other schools, gave that office in Indianapolis the ability to, yep, Go right ahead. We pay you. You trend, You hand down the rules. Hey, you may not like it, Ole Miss, but the rest of us are like, you got no choice. You want to, I don't know, rebel against that. You can go play your own deal, but you're not in the NCAA anymore. We're members. But now, there is a, it's all like, not even the members want to be members. <laughs> so they can't do anything. And everybody knows that. Jeff commented on the Murray West live thread. said, what's wrong with guys saying they're high school? He says, can you imagine the pride the kids at that school have when they hear their high school on national TV? You know, I've kind of thought that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually a much more rare thing for a, for a high school or in some cases an elementary school to get a mention on Monday Night Football than, than the college itself. I think we may be looking at it from the wrong perspective sometimes. But, I don't, again, I'm open to being convinced. Maybe there's some information out there that points to that being a really important thing from a 
you know, a marketing and advertising and PR perspective. Maybe it does. I don't think it does, but. Uh, Will pointed it out. He said, Dak said stayed in the past. In recent years, he did Houghton. He said he very clearly and publicly loves and supports Mississippi State, so I don't get all bit out of shape when he doesn't say state, but I do wish he said Mississippi State personally. So which is he doing? Do we know yet what he's doing? Somebody else texted in on the show and said that Dak's saying Mississippi State. You know, and okay, yeah, earlier, I was sitting here going, they're putting a two-hour TV show on tonight on the SEC Network to reveal the 24 SEC football schedule to schedule a release show. We already know who everybody's opponents are. All they're going to tell us is what weekend they're playing each other. <laughs> and we're going to do a two-hour show on that while there are actual live SEC football games, uh, basketball games going on. State has a home game. LSU has a home game. And Auburn has a home game. We can't put those on the SEC Network. Nope. We got to have a two-hour schedule release show for opponents we whom we already know. We just don't know the date and what weekend yet. And we're going to do that for two hours. Somebody texted in the show a little bit earlier and goes, um, yeah, an hour and a half will be breaking down the Alabama schedule. <laughs> it's totally true. It will be. That's You laugh, but it's true. Now, Robert is right. He comments on YouTube on the Murray West live thread and says, just more proof that football drives the bus. Uh, Roshana on Facebook said, Mississippi State cornerback DeCamerion Richardson has entered the NCAA transfer portal. Ooh, that's a big one right there. That's a big one right there. That's a really good football player right there. Yeah, that's a big one for State's defense. Well, they better figure out a way to talk him out of that. What are they say in that uh, card movie? Pay that man his money. <laughs> what that's, I guess that's what it takes now. Um, uh, let's see. And see, that's the other point. Will, yeah, will, so they released the opponents for every SEC team, including Texas and Oklahoma, back in June. And then here recently, the last couple of weeks, they released some of the dates. Will said half the schedule's already released, dates and all. They're just going to circle all the big matchups and speculate like we know what players will even be on the teams come August. We're going to do that for two hours tonight while you could have a live basketball game with three SEC teams playing? So here's what you're going to do tonight instead, okay? Listen, here's a good use of your time tonight. At 6.30 p.m. Central Time, you'll turn it on SEC Network Plus and watch uh, Mississippi State versus Murray State from the hump. And hopefully you'll watch, or you may sync it up with radio, right? <laughs> and listen to Neil and uh, Coach Williams on the radio for the first 30 minutes, and hopefully what you'll get is State building out a lead, comfortable, where you can then comfortably at 7 p.m. Central Time switch over to ESPNU 
and watch the JUCO National Championship game between East Mississippi Community College and Iowa Western, which is going to be on ESPNU, 7 o'clock, live from Little Rock. It'll be a heck of a football game, I promise you. And I got this text right here from Rebel Tiger Dog. RTD says, I'll catch old bald-headed Feinbaum another night. I'll be watching East Mississippi, rooting for Cole Arthur, the kicker for East Mississippi, to win him a natty. Now, RTD says, my son and Cole won a high school state championship with Leak Academy in 2020, and it would be cool to see the kid win a national championship. All right. Any more local ties with kids you all know that are on that team tonight? The more stories, the better. I told you earlier that one of my good friends, Coach David Wilkerson, helps to coach at uh, East Mississippi Community College. Great guy. Thank the world of him, and I, I hope he gets him a big fat ring for his finger. <laughs> All right. Uh, we do have a new phone number to the show. I'm going to continue to remind you. The 995 is out. The new number to call the show is 897-1059. So the 1059 stays the same. 601 number, 897-1059. Give me a shout. Or you can text or comment on the live thread, any of that, as we make our way into hour number two. I'm Matt for Beaver, all of us here. Another hour coming up. Stick around.